Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by our friends at Sears Imported Autos, serving four generations of happy returning customers. Sears Imported Autos is just 10 minutes west of downtown on 394 in Minnetonka. More information at searsimports.com. Hey, Jace, did I see you drive by my house in a new car? You sure did there, Goober. I waved to you in your front lawn. Nice. I didn't know you were getting a new one. Where did you go, Jason? I went to Sears Imported Autos, and I really wasn't planning on getting a new car. But I went online. I saw a car. I went in there, and Sue, I love Sue, her service was amazing, and it really was one of those examples of customer service makes a difference. And it's not a surprise to me they've been in business for over 55 years serving not one not two not three four lex and dawn four generations of happy customers and now i'm one of them they were named best of the best for mercedes for 2018 and 2019 i mean it is really where as they say quality meets affordability the selection of their certified pre-owned vehicles will help you find like a dream car at the price you want so if you're gonna get a car don or lex sears imported autos where are they again lex sears imported autos is just 10 minutes west of downtown on 394 in minnetonka more information at searsimports.com and when you walk into sears imported autos make sure you say you heard about them from jace good morning everybody and welcome to the eight o'clock and final hour of jason and alexis in the morning streaming live all over the universe on our my talk app make sure you download that I'm Jason Matheson, along with Alexis Thompson, Don McLean, and the legendary, the legend himself, Kenny. Beep, beep. Um, <laughs> before we get started on our, uh, now we're telling you, uh, let me give you a little fun thing here. We're changing things around on the show. You know, we, we get bored. I say this once every couple years. Uh, we're shifting things around, keeping things fresh. And uh, now on Wednesdays, you're going to hear us play Scream Pop Culture Trivia at this time. But before we do that... Um, hashtag, this is how dedicated I am. Now, earlier in our broadcast, mm. I played a classic commercial, as we tend to do, uh, from ABC from 1977. Uh, and it was a promo for the new show called Eight is Enough, which theme song you're hearing in the background. Oh, eight is enough to fill our lives with love. Starring Dick Van Patten. By the way, this is our sales manager, uh, 
Sonia, one of her favorite, <laughs> favorite theme songs ever. Oh, it's so good. And, and I should also acknowledge that the great Betty Buckley plays the wife in this, the mom, who is now on, well, was on Broadway touring as Hello, Dolly. But anyway. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, the great Betty Buckley. Okay, so here's the promo that creeped everybody out. And I had no idea. I just played the promo because you know me. I like a good classic network promo, especially from ABC because I love this announcer. Anyway, here's the promo that started it, uh, a conversation in our last hour. Take a listen. Here we go. Just take a listen to this. Bradford. There's nothing quite like them on television. The Bradfords, not your typical family of eight children. I don't wear nightgowns anymore, Daddy. They'll make you laugh one minute. I forgot to kiss you goodnight. And cry the next, just like your own family. Eight is enough right after Happy Days in Laverne and Shirley. And by the way, that's a hell of a lineup. Tuesday night, ABC owned Tuesday nights. But anyway, that's a whole other story. So um, you heard that clip where one of the Bradford children said to her father, she doesn't wear nightgowns anymore. And and, and immediately this was dawn during the first running of that. (laughs) And then Alexis vomited and then Kenny had problems with it. I didn't even connect the dots of how kind of gross it is. So then we needed to figure out what was the origin of that. Why was the Bradford teenager telling her daddy uh, Mm -hmm. that she doesn't wear nightgowns anymore? Father. Thank you, Kenny. So I did exhaustive research in that commercial break. I went on YouTube, YouTube TV, and I purchased season one of Eight is Enough. The whole season? The whole season. Whoa. How much was so, that? We got to get some $12. recaps for, from oh, you. nice. Okay. $12. And, That's worth uh, it. Sure. Um, so it depends on how long the segment is. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> so in that commercial break, I scrubbed every episode looking for that sequence. I found it on the last episode of the season. Oh, wow. In, I found it in an episode titled, it's episode nine called The Gipper Caper. Um, and w- the setup is this. One of the Bradford children are downstairs calling a friend in Columbia. And Tom, the dad, Dick Van Patten, goes down and starts screaming and waking up all of the kids. So Tom uh, tries to put everyone back into bed. He walks upstairs, and one of the teenage girls did not wake up initially. So here is that conversation with the teenage daughter. Dad? What's going on down there? Where is everybody? Everybody is downstairs. Why are you so late in joining the convention? Huh? Oh, well, I had to put something on. I don't wear nightgowns anymore, Daddy. Worse. Yeah, it is. This is worse. Don't ask. Don't ask. Definitely do not ask. Why is it tempting to ask? Just let it go. And he goes. And he goes back into his bedroom. So did that? Did that make it? Did it make it worse? Uh, I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Yeah. I gotta go. No, too. Kenny. Yeah, I gotta go. No. Three. No. Bye. I don't have any. Fine. I'm just gonna run there as ice for the next 50 minutes. Then. Um, it's like, what is the point of that other than to try to be titillating? Yeah. Well, I think it's trying to show that she's a grown up now. I don't know. I don't. Why am I? She isn't. 
I don't know. Well, I thought she was just wearing uh, like long johns or muumuu life right now. You know, she she graduated to the next nightgown. <laughs> the next nightgown is nude. I guess. <laughs> I was hoping for more fabric is my point. I don't know. Because, I mean, the show tried to tackle, you know, uh, normal family stuff it was in the 70s and you know they did drug abuse and i don't know maybe we're trying to be re- showing i why i don't know it's still creepy it is yes. it's creepy i'm just saying i found the sequence and i found what led to it and then you just heard the aftermath of the- <laughs> i mean imagine putting that in a modern sitcom oh no people oh, would no. be outraged they'd be like what's the point of this scene why why are you saying this Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. And the I don't know. Don't ask. Would it? I don't know. Have you? Did you guys ever sample uh, Two Broke Girls? Uh, I've never watched it. Yes, I have a few. Yeah. I started watching it, and then I got through like half of this first season, and I was like, eh. Uh, why? What's, what's written by a really funny comedian who actually had her own show for a while? And I apologize. Whitney. Whitney Cummings. Whitney, Whitney yes, Cummings. Written by Whitney. Yeah, funny gal, funny lady. But every single joke was super, super dirty. And I mean dirty, dirty. Uh, and, and it was just, it was pointless to me. I couldn't stand watching it because it was set up, set up, dirty joke, dirty joke, set up, set up, dirty, dirty, <laughs> dirty joke. And, yeah. and, and it was, I, I just couldn't even watch it. And I can't oh, believe it. I've heard that before, Kenny. Did. Yeah. I've heard that before. My father-in-law said that, I believe, or Colin, I don't know, someone... You're not the only one that has said that to me. Whitney is very clever. She's great. Very smart. And I thought it was beneath her. Oh, interesting. Lowest lowest common denominator, low hanging fruit, way beneath her talent. But Mm. anyway, I was just reminded of that when we. we, Well, you kind of expect that then, right? Once you see it, then it's like, well, that's the humor there. Uh, for eight is yeah. enough. It feels wholesome, and you know, right? right. Extra singing. creepy. Yeah, they're well, right. yeah. You know, they maybe eat dinner together, and uh, maybe yeah. now that I spent the twelve dollars, I'll go through each episode and try to find creepy elements of all of the episodes. <laughs> yeah, there's probably more. How creepy is this eight is, is enough? Yeah, I'll do that for a limited, a limited series. How creepy is eight is enough? <laughs> and you'll realize maybe seven is enough. Yeah. Get some of those kids out of there. Oh, they're too yeah. old to be living at home. Because, again, one of the episode's titles is this. Women, Ducks, and the Domino Theory. What the hell is that one about? Ducks? Women, Ducks, and the Domino Theory. They titled all their episodes. Oh. So, That anyway. one with the dominoes and the girl? ducks and the women. How old is the girl the, yeah. with the nightgown? What do you think? Um, she... She's probably like 17. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. Okay, uh, it is t- yeah, where so I found the origin. Oh, I know where we go from here. I know. I know exactly where we go. We go to Scream Pop Culture Trivia. Let's do this, everybody. Okay, that's enough of that. Okay. Yeah, okay. Um, now, we're just going to... Is, is this the one that we stop playing because yes. I win every time? Oh, whatever, yeah, whatever. Yeah, Kenny. Yeah, this there isn't that go. one, Kenny. Just, we go. Just be, just keep your confidence going, Kenny. We'll see how well you do here. So, uh, Kenny, Don, and I will just scream out the first thing that comes to our mind with uh, from a series of pop culture questions from Alexis. Take it away, Lex. Mm-hmm. All right. Who performed at the 2020 Super Bowl halftime show? Uh, Aerosmith. J Lo. Uh, no, um, that one. Oh yeah, Shakira. 
Yeah, J Lo and Shakira. Are you kidding me? Of course I got that. I watched that thing about forty times. <laughs> Whatever, <Yeah>. Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> don't be jealous, Sunny boy. I don't wear nightgowns anymore, Kenny. <laughs> Reveal she had an entanglement with. Oh, oh, oh. um, uh, uh. some kid I don't know. Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, that would be news. His name is a month. September. His first name. January Jones. Uh, February. December. December. Nope. Nope. November. October. October! <laughs> December. Uh, August? Andrews. Ding, ding. August, ding, ding. August, August, August. August. August Jones. Oh. August Alcina. Alcina. Oh, okay. yes. yes, yes. All right, maybe you guys will get this one. Animal Crossing New Horizons sold 13.4 million copies within its first six weeks mm-hmm. when Nintendo released the game. One of the characters that you meet is Tom Nook. Yeah. What is Tom? A bear. He's a bear. Nope. No, he's, Dog. A, he's a raccoon. Nope. Raccoon. raccoon. He's a raccoon. And you pay your mortgage to a raccoon. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Shites Creek swept the Emmy Award seven wins for its final season. What does my Moira Rose display on her walls? Wigs. Bosoms. Wigs. You got it. What did she call them, Jace? Oh, I, I forgot. Her bebes. Her bebes. That's right, her bebes. Uh-huh. Yes. And Kristen and Robin don't like each other. All right, one of the most viral TikToks of 2020 came from Nathan Apodaca, known as... Darkface 2020. You got it. Oh. He filmed himself skateboarding to which Fleetwood Dreams. Mac song? Dreams, Fleetwood Mac. You got Dream it. Bomb. Kenny's a little too confident. You didn't have a chance there, Jason. I didn't even... I, yeah, Kenny didn't even <laughs> let the question finish, but I'm not going to... I'm not going to get into details. We're not letting questions finish. I know. Who made history as the first male to appear alone on the cover of Vogue in its 127-year history? Uh, George Clooney, Herman, Paul Rubens, Dan Seaman, <laughs> Chris Rebers. Pee Herman, no, no, no. Mm-mm. Denzel Washington, nope. Recent. George uh, Clooney. Uh, uh, he's in a dress. Lots of Army oh. Hammer. Oh. Uh. In He's, in He's in a dress. He's in a dress. RuPaul. Vogue. Vogue. Ru- RuPaul. Uh, nope. Mm-mm. Mm. Oh, oh Harry Styles. Oh. Milton Berle. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture, and the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yes. Oh, Harry Styles. Yeah, Harry right. Styles. Yeah. Yes. Perfect. Well, we gotta we gotta take a break. Yeah. Um, uh, we'll do more a little bit later. Uh, it's eight seventeen when we uh, yeah eight seventeen when we no you're not winning. <laughs> nope. When we when we come back, Elizabeth Reese and the Dirt Alert next. Warning: Here comes a cliche, ladies. Your smile is your calling card to the world. Yeah, even though people can't see our smiles on the radio. Well, they can sense we're smiling even during your dad jokes, Lex. Um, Don, I don't know if I would categorize that post joke look as smiling. Rude. All jokes aside, your smile is so important. And if you don't like yours for whatever reason, it can be debilitating. It can really affect the quality of your life. And that's why we're so proud to represent Dr. Amy Hughes at Hughes Dental. Dr. Amy has her fantastic virtual smile consults. Here's how it works. You email Dr. Amy with your smile concerns. You can even upload a pic at Hughes-Dental.com. And Dr. Amy will send you back a private video message detailing an action plan. And here's one of the best things. There's no pressure to buy. She doesn't believe in that stuff. This is your year to change your smile. And yes, here's another cliche, change your life. And she's the best at cosmetic dentistry. Don't you have a fun nickname for Dr. Amy, Jace? I sure do. The Yoda of cosmetic dentistry. Trust her, we do. Very good Yoda there, Don. Contact Dr. Amy and take advantage of her virtual smile consults at Hughes dash dental.com and don't forget dr amy can be your regular dentist too she's my regular dentist again that's hughes dash dental.com this is a my talk dirt alert welcome back jason and alexis in the morning time to get caught up with the entertainment stories of the day in the dirt alert with elizabeth reese good morning elizabeth well good morning friends uh, let's talk about mm. Queen Elizabeth, shall we? She's our first story yeah. today. Um, so she's known to be very stoic, right? Uh, but there is a book out called Elizabeth the Queen, The Life of a Modern Monarch. And the author is saying that the queen is much livelier in private than what the public sees. Mm. So the author is quoting a source at the queen's country estate um, saying you can hear her laugh throughout that big house. She has a big laugh and she can also be surprisingly self-deprecating. Um, that she uh, joked about seeing herself on TV after Prince Charles's 1981 wedding to Princess Diana. I do think it's sort of funny that in order to come up with an example of a self-deprecating joke, we have to go back to 1981. But alas, such is life. Such is life. (laughs) And that even though her portraits are often serious and unemotional, Mm. she does really like to have fun. I love hearing that. I I do too. I bet she's a hoot. I, I bet, bet she, she has a wicked care. sense of humor. Yeah. I bet yeah. she has a wicked, yes. And I bet as she's gotten older, she's cared less. <laughs> yeah. You know, about I, showing I wish she could that show side that of her. more. Yeah. Me too. But she's also really old school and yeah. thinks that the monarchy should be this, um, you know, this just sort proper. of proper regal. Thing. And she's yep. British. I mean, the Brits, they, they come with a level of, you know, stuffiness. elegance and stuffiness that we don't have here. Yes. Yeah. Rogue, wild West Americans. Yeah. 
It's a good way of, to put it, Elizabeth. I am kind of convinced that like the reason that Americans can be very um, like difficult, individualistic people is because so many of the ancestors here, you know, you hear so many stories about like my great, great, great grandmother came here with $300 and six children mm-hmm. and then lived in the plains of Indiana with no running water and, right. and was fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. They're survivors. 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 Um, you have to be a survivor if you want to get through Matt James's season of The Bachelor. There were 32 oh, women at the yes. beginning and then they brought five more in mm-hmm. on Monday night. And yeah. um, oh, gosh. so an executive from ABC is denying that The Bachelor added five additional contestants strictly for the drama. Nobody's believing that. Yeah. What no. reason is there? Well, here's what he said. We got it's a record number of submissions. We couldn't fit everyone in mm, night one. Why? And we had some why? really interesting girls. Why? Because <laughs> these were women we'd already met with. It was decided pretty much before filming began that they would join later. It was good to throw them in the mix. It wasn't just to shake things up. Okay. I mean, now what, what of them's joke. from a diner, so. Yeah, and apparently this Michelle Young, who is an elementary teacher from Minnesota, is a wonderful young woman. We've got a lot of inside sources around that mm. age range who say that she is fabulous and great and that um, our producer on Twin Cities Live went so far as to say that if Michelle doesn't win and they don't end up together, that she's going to quit watching the show. <laughs> so she is giving, Good. Oh, she's wow. giving Matt James her ultimatum today when she talks to him this morning. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Ted, uh, producer Ted, who's, Ted our, uh, who's our Bachelor Nation uh, correspondent right. on the Jason show, he he isn't just saying this because she's a Minnesotan. He said that she, uh, dude is smitten with That's her. That's what Lisa said too. Boy, it'd be really fun to have Lisa and Ted have seriously. A I know. On this radio yep. show. Because <laughs> they're so into it. And is Ted young? How old is Ted? He's thirty. Yeah. Thirty-one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Lisa's younger too. So then yeah. they've got a little bit more of like that. They're just closer in age to the people that are on this show than we are. I hate to break it to you guys. Yeah, it's true. I read. True. I read this article yesterday. I think it was in Marie Claire. I don't know where it was. Uh, the source of it, but it wasn't a tabloid. It was a legitimate paper, and a great writer that said, "You know what? The bloom is finally off the Bachelor rose." And the main through line. It's a long article, but basically, like the women are so cartoonish now. Yeah. You know, uh, the villain. The villain isn't just an organic villain. Mm-mm. Now they're so over the top that it's almost a parody of itself. The Bachelor is now basically a parody of itself. It's so true. And and the yep. thing is, is the executives continue to insist it's not. This woman, Victoria, who is the absolute villain in this uh, season with Matt, uh, people are convinced that she's a paid actor. And they say, no, she was great in casting and that they they have a connection. Mm-hmm, sure. Okay. I don't, I don't know. Guys. And I'm the queen of England. Yeah, there mm-hmm. you go. Uh, Paris Hilton is undergoing IVF and wants a baby with her boyfriend, Carter. Oh. She's 39. And she um, it did t- an interview on a podcast where she was talking about her relationship with her boyfriend, said he's her dream guy. And that they've been doing, she said, we have been doing the IVF. So she said, so I can pick twins if I like, which <laughs> well, well, oh, wow. I don't know. That's a little dumb. We have been doing the IVF so I can pick okay. twins if I like. I mean, listen, it's a journey for everyone. I, my heart goes out to her. But at the same time, 
like not really like that. I have lots of friends who go through IVF. It's not like so I can just pick. It's not like a buffet of kids. Yeah, I bet for her though she can. Oh gosh, Alexa. There's probably some science, don't you think? You're probably some doctor that's going. Do you want to? Trip, triple girls, we can make that happen. Oh, you're probably. Do you want them to have I, your blonde hair? Right. I just can't. Of, I just can't wrap my brain around that Paris Hilton is almost forty. Just t- think about yeah. that for a minute. Our life just, is passing us by, everyone. Mm-hmm. Thank it's you, Elizabeth. That's, I'll leave you on that note. <laughs> what a great way to end the segment, Elizabeth Reese. She'll pass you by at three on Twin Cities Live. Uh, when we come back, unhappy homo next. So oh. This throwback. Oh, Holly or B. Arthur, whoever did this. This is No Such Thing by John Mayer. I love great this song. song. It's a great song. I know he was kind of gross at times. Mm-hmm. Talked a little too much about he kissed and told a little too much for people. Sexually but I'm calm, yeah. but uh yeah, but I you know what? I really like John Mayer. I do. And I found him to be a little sexy and I love his music more importantly. So yeah, oh, yeah. I, I enjoy him. I enjoy him. Uh, okay, it is uh, 8.33, and uh, uh, let's do this. Oh, what in gay hell? Uh-oh. Seems pretty upset about something. It's Unhappy Homo. What is he so upset about? Let's ask him. Jace? Thank you for asking, Rocco. I'm here to talk about the uproar over Reese Witherspoon. So you may have seen this on the My Talk uh, Facebook page. Uh, Hannah posted this article. So PETA is now in, uh, PETA is up up in arms over Reese Witherspoon, I believe, getting a French bulldog um, from a friend of hers that is a uh, Frenchy uh, breeder or whatever. Um, and as you know, where the story is going to go. So uh, PETA's right. The two of them. Yeah. Uh, and the one she purchased in November after the death of her other uh, Frenchie, uh, Pepper. Um, so I think this is the second one she she has gotten. I think I don't know if it's from the same woman that gave her the, the puppy back in November. Any hoodly doodly. This brings up a, a sore topic with me because I and Alexis knows this. Don, you, you, you weren't here, but I, I got to tell you, and I was actually um I was actually relieved, you know, hashtag never read the comments, but I was reading the comments on our own My Talk post on this story, and I was ready for the outrage. Uh, But I was heartened to see more people going, let Reese do what she wants to do. Here's my deal. I am all for adopting dogs from shelters. I really am. I'm a dog lover. I am an animal lover. Anyone that listens to this show with any frequency will know that not only myself, but all of us here, we are animal lovers. Uh, we all have animals of some kind. Uh, I grew up around dogs. I know the benefit of shelters. I think uh, the stars that that publicize it, I think they're doing great work. However, my point with being really irritated with this is the people that are criticizing her, you don't know the nuances and you don't know the specifics of her situation. And let me tell you why. Because I got a lot of beef. And yeah, this I this I'm internalizing this because I I really didn't speak out a lot at the time. I was just I just called Alexis Silently. to bitch. I just bitch. called Alexis yeah. to <laughs> yeah. be rageful about it. Yeah. I got a lot of damn grief. Um, with yeah. both Dexter and uh, Biggie, to the point where I it was one of the first uh, times where with these jobs, 
I told Alexis that I'm I'm really going to pull back. And remember, Lex, I, I I really stopped posting about the boys whatsoever. Yeah, and the reason the reason it irritated me wasn't because it wasn't because of the questioning of why. I, I I would not get a shelter dog. It was the assumptions that people knew my exact situation. What I mean by that is people are like, "Oh, you got Dexter. He's a boxer. You got it from a guy." And I and I I didn't feel the need to explain it, but I will now just because as an example of we don't know Reese's full uh, story. Dexter was bred by a guy in Indiana um, that. Uh, that breeds uh, boxers and has only done at that point has uh, only did it a couple times and then just stopped. It wasn't a business. He just bred. He had two boxers and blah, blah, blah. Dexter went to another home, um, uh, went to another home and the kids kind of freaked out with Dex. So Dexter was returned to this gentleman. Lo and behold, one of Colin's colleagues uh, was adopting the other puppy, knew this guy from Indiana, was a dear friend of theirs, and happened to show a picture to Colin and was like, hey, this boxer's homeless, <laughs> was returned, and nobody wants him. Do you and Jason want him? And lo and behold, we went over there, and I fell in love with Dexter immediately. With Biggie... Biggie was done by a woman that watches the Jason show. And I had made one passing comment that if we were to get another dog, we were going to get a Frenchie. Well, this woman emailed the show and she goes, look, I my Frenchie, I guess, was a little bit of a hooker uh, and got got pregnant. And she goes, I I. I, I want to, I, I don't, I can't keep I these puppies. puppies. Yeah. I have puppies. I can't keep them. I'm going to, I'm going to sell them. Um, and if you want the pick of the litter, I, you know, you, the show brings a lot of joy. I, I'll give you the pick of the litter. And I said, oh, great. We'll come by and see them. And that's how I got Biggie. My point is being, I got immediate grief, but people had no idea. They, they, they hear breeder or they hear, and they make all sorts of assumptions and it just pisses me off. Uh, because I think shelters are very important, but again, you don't know, you don't know people's full stories. And until you do, don't judge. And this, and now they, PETA has this truck driving around Nashville, uh, targeting Reese going, hi Reese. (gasps) Um, oh. Hi, Reese. Oh, I uh, didn't you, see that part. Yeah, of the story. they have one of those mobile billboards driving around near her house with a picture of a shelter dog going, Hi, Reese. Why didn't you adopt me? I'm Bruce the shelter dog. And I'm just like, it's a bridge too far for me personally. I, I don't like that. I don't like because I think it negates your mission because all it does is piss people off like me who I'm an and animal then lover. The message is gone. You're not yeah. even open to hearing it. Yeah, and there can be all, and we, people don't consider too, there are all types of reasons that a family that wants a dog may not be able to go to a shelter, you know, for a myriad of reasons. For instance, Steve Patterson has a soft-coated Wheaton Terrier because his kids or wife are super allergic to dog hair. They can't, and so that is a hypoallergenic dog. Mm -hmm. Yes. So there is a great example right there. There's all, my big point is just, it's before you jump, because I, Lex knows it, I got, oh my goodness, I got such blowback for that. 
And then when I read these the comments about Reese, not on our page, but when I was reading the story about and then the mobile billboard, I'm just like, people, mind your business. You don't know. You don't know Reese's full thing. And... There, are, there are plenty of celebrities that promote shelters, and I and I and I love it. I think people win when they can. I think it's great yeah, if they make the personal choice. Right. Yes, but every family is different, and for for people to make a blanket judgment just irritates me. Um, and look, I know I'm going to get blowback on this, but I've I've passed the expiration date of caring. Um, I, mean, I really yeah. have. Just, I think that this argument is ridiculous. Do they go outside of the Westminster Dog Show and say mm. you guys shouldn't be parading uh, purebred dogs in here because then shelter dogs don't get any attention? Yeah, yeah that's a great point because you're right. That's a whole big thing. How pure are they? And then. Plus, there's like a big the difference. the winner this year, that Whippet, she's going to have babies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm mad about that. Plus, there's a big difference between getting your dog from a, a small breeder and a puppy mill. Like, know where you're oh, getting your dog. Uh, if it's somebody please. who's, like, just a person yes. who breeds, you know, boxers, and they just do, like, in, in, a, in a good way, and they're informed, you know, not just... You can tell. Yeah. <laughs> you know what you I mean? You can tell. Yes. That's my point. All of the Steve, the, the, what you just said, uh, the, the the dog show. My personal experience with Dexter and Big. I'm making. I'm building the point of you don't know everybody's full circumstances, and until you do, don't, don't make a blanket judgment on them. Um, and and especially something as personal. And this was my thing with when I told Lex, you don't pay my bills. You do not pay my bills. You, you don't do know me not, like that. You don't know me like that. And I I don't have kids. This is the closest. So it's it's really irritating. Don't you tell me. Mm. Don't you tell Colin and I what kind of animal we can get. Yeah. I, I, I didn't like that. That really that really rubbed me the wrong way. It's so when this awful. when this yeah, when this happened to, to Reese, I was just, you know, because it does. It negates the mission and the just- I'll say it again, the valid mission. I think when you can, absolutely. And I, I look, I've done the walk for animals. I'll put my name on it. I'll, I'll put my name on all those causes. But I. It's almost the, as ridiculous as saying, like, there are a lot of children that need to be adopted in this world. Don't have your own children. You know what I mean? I can see that. It's yeah. kind totally. of that big of yeah. a leap for yeah, it's me. A Plus, like, it's for a personal me, choice, Lex. Yes. I've, I've adopted many, many shelter cats. But if I decide in my life that I want to have a little Frenchie, I'm going to get one. And that, like, you don't know my previous experience with with how many shelter animals I've adopted or even volunteered for. Yes, that's my again. Yep, building the blocks of the case. I my my friend Jeff just tried to get a a a shelter dog and couldn't because good lord, I mean, you basically yeah. uh, Well, he was he was allergic, but I'm just I'm just saying again, but. You know, Pete, I don't know. There's a vetting it, process, too, that I've heard is pretty stringent here. It is. Not so much in Missouri. They're like, please take these dogs. Take we have dog. so many. Yeah. No, it's very. And good. Good yeah, on. I, I, I love that Both the shelters are, are that. But that has nothing to do with how I feel about. I mean, I think you can make your own choice. Um, but, yeah, we had to jump through some hoops to get Ricky. Yeah. Do you have to have a fenced in yard? Yeah. I've heard like they really. They, they did ask that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yep, and I love pictures. that they're strict. Yeah, yep. you want to you want these dogs to go really to good care homes. Where they go? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So anyway, uh, coming up on eight forty four. Uh, when we come back, we're doing a brand new thing. We'll tell you about that when we come back. 
Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. On my talk, Riddle 7-1, everything entertainment. I'm Jace with Lex, Don, and Kenny. Thanks for being here, everyone. Thanks for listening to us today. We appreciate it greatly. Um, so, uh, we like to refresh things every so often. We've said it many times over the years. Sometimes, you know, we just need a refresh. And after a weird 2020, um, it was needed. So you're going to be hearing some new things, uh, some things for finding a new permanent home, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and one of them is uh, a thing that we're going to end the show with, which we're going to call Jump the Shark, which is obviously we're a pop culture station. It's one of the most famous pop culture uh, terms there is. And it refers, if you don't know, to an episode of Happy Days where Fonzie literally jumped over a shark tank on his motorcycle, thus signaling the doom of the show. <laughs> Meaning, so the term basically means it's over. Uh, it's Weird over. Sidestep. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, or you've gone too far, basically. I mean, so it's 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 basically <laughs> what the hell are you doing? So this also came to me when watching Andy Cohen because he does like the uh, the blank hole of the day. Um, uh, Kalina Bradley, what are they? Not crazy, stupid idiots, D-bag. but the D bag. Yeah, D-bag of the day. Yep. But ours cannot. Ours doesn't have to be a person. Ours can be a thing that's just stupid. Uh, it can be a person, place, or thing that we're just done with. We're just done. So to kick it off, uh, I, I will start off. So I'm getting ready. We're going to get a little open from Rocco eventually. Poor guy. Uh, we we sent 40,000 requests to him yesterday. Um, and I joked that we wanted it all by the end of the day yesterday. But anyway, so uh, here we go. The very first, this is a historic moment, oh, our very boy. first Jump the Shark. <laughs> I shall nominate Panera. Uh, now, I love you, Panera. Your soups are delicious. Your sandwiches are divine. Your customer service, warm and friendly. But it's a bridge to... soufflés. Thank you. The egg soufflés. Thank you. These are all the positive things. Mm. But by announcing that you're making bread bowl gloves, <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm done. I'm done with you. You have jumped the shark. Uh, nobody's asking for this except Alexis. Nobody's asking for this. Uh-huh. You make your no- own gloves at home. That's Thank you. Alexis can make you the gloves. Nobody's asking for bread bowl gloves. We love your well, bread bowl soups. It's not even bread bowl gloves. It's fabric. Thank you. If you're going to do you, it, go Lex. all the way. Make some Give bread it, gloves. Yes, I think that that's do a better it. idea. Actually do a bread bowl glove. Yes. I just, Edible. I just uh, registered to win one of these. Oh, <laughs> did you? Yeah, I did. It's wow. a contest. There's 450 <laughs> limited edition uh, Tom, of them. Okay. And so I registered and it says, to, you know, enter in, you know, where we should deliver it to. Put my address in there. Um, nice. You're I, hope you going... I need a new I need a new set of gloves. Um, OK, so I thought this is really this is really good. You know what you're doing here, though, Don. What you 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 are endorsing? <laughs> Ruining the first segment. You you are you are endorsing the jump the shark. You, I am ju- I have just said it's jump the shark, and you are full into it. You are full in. I want to win one. I do. I think it's so funny. But well, I want can... it to be real bread. 
It's not. Yeah, that's, that's why it's jump the shark. You guys, yes. I'm just gonna go get a bread bowl and stick my hand in it and Please make it a do. glove. Oh, well, it's fun. Do it again. Make listen to her. Bread. Listen <laughs> to Alexis. She has violated bread many times. I have violated revealed. bread. It's oh, so oh, I've gotten in trouble oh, so many oh, times. Oh, oh, it's oh, so oh. nice. We used to have a bread maker. We'd make it all the time. And you'd oh. stick your oh, it's what, so, just a finger or the whole hand. It depends on the day and how I feel. Oh. Wow, you were a bored child. You... <laughs> She's an adult. Oh, this was an just... adult. Well, uh, yeah, throughout my life. Mm, last, I, last I, week, I Jason, the bread. Last week. Last week she did it. <laughs> great. So great. I great. love it so much. I love it. Is tempting, but who it does is. it? It's given me an idea, but Kenny, Kenny, that's illegal in most states. Kenny, that's illegal in most states. We can't do that. Hashtag American Pie. You can't do that, Kenny. We can't do that. Yeah, but I do love you too. Here's this is this is the beauty of this segment. Uh, look, and it's open for debate. Lex in the future may 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 name a, a jump the shark that Don yeah. and I uh, agree. But this is the beauty of this one. It's our inaugural one, and both of you are. One hundred percent behind it, and that's. I mean, well, we want we well, want a fabric. I do want a fabric one just because I gotta have what's trendy, but I also want a real bread bowl. Right. Well, I agree, Jace, that it's jump the shark. It's not a real bread bowl. That is rude. You say you're the bread bowl gloves. Actually, make them. Yeah. Rude. I love you. Uh, so awesome. And also, uh, my talkers also. Uh, if you have something that's irritating you, if there's oh, a yeah, thing that you know. think has jumped the shark, put it in the hashtag if you tweet us or email us. It maybe maybe you have an idea of something that jumped the shark. Uh, we're going to end the show with this every day. And, uh, <laughs> and today, I, I get my bread bowl. And I hate the bread well, bowl. And uh, Don and Alexis are going to do everything they can to get one. So <laughs> that's Alexis, maybe you can just make one for us. Yeah. Or I can make some, some bread. Or just go to Panera and get a bread bowl and stick your hand in it. Exactly. See, oh, that's all you need please, to do. Please do get that for a video, Alex. You can, baguettes are too hard. You can't stick your hand in there. Yeah, that's true. That well, sounded perverted. Uh, okay. Anyway, well, we're just gonna end the show now. We're just gonna end the That's what I say. Jesus, Alexis. Not the size of the baguette. It's how you spread the butter. That's right. Hi, Daddy. Daddy. Daddy, I don't wear nightgowns anymore. Kenny's gone, everybody. Kenny has left the conversation. Go out there and be yourself, right, Lex? That's right. You do you. Have a great day, everyone. We love you, and we'll talk tomorrow. Bye, friends. Wear nightgown.